I never thought like football could be so just tiresome as a fan. I gave the game. I watched. Both. Yeah, your team's only been to the Super Bowl twice. You haven't experienced this often. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, this was. I was just by about ten o'clock, ten thirty. I like I said, I was all snuggled up in bed, ready, to, and I was just ready for a new day because I, I just I was fighting being awake. Imagine if you were in Philadelphia, you'd had to climb something before you could get into bed. Oh, 100%. I mean, dude, if I was if I was in Philadelphia, <laughs> the adrenaline would have just kept me going until police and tackled me. Like it's just. Like the, that would have just, I, but that's the thing. I'm not built to climb poles, so I'm definitely not built to climb grease poles. Like my luck would have been, I'd have gone through the fucking bus stop. With those guys. <laughs> no, they got you on the engine block side of the squad car to flip it over. You know, they're yeah. just like, yeah, put the light girl on the trunk. She can do that. This guy's going to be on the engine side. Uh, but overall, I didn't see anything too uh, wild uh, comparative to the last time. Like the guy running into the uh, the subway pole and just did. Well, I forgot which head coach it was uh, that just came out and said that playing a uh, playoff game in Philadelphia is like four hours of hell on earth. Uh, if you've got to play a home, like if Philadelphia's got the home game, oh, yeah. he said it's nothing like anything else you'll ever experience on this planet. Uh, it is four hours of absolute hell. Aww. <laughs> and that was the thing. Yeah. Philadelphia. They said the Philadelphia fans were like, yeah, we take pride in that. You yeah, know? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, it was like, well, it would have been worse. Um, had it been last week because, uh, the, uh, Eagles fans were able to get into a lacrosse parking lot yes. at eight o'clock in the morning. And they, so they had 12 hours of just prime drinking and tailgating, uh, ready to go. And then, so <clears throat> no, I'm super pumped. Honestly. Uh, I don't think the chiefs are going to be much of a problem given all their injury problems. Uh, they basically, the wheels came off them the same way it did San Francisco. Uh, a lot of wide receivers, a lot of corner hurt. Like it was just a lot of important positions kind of went down with some injuries. Mahomes has had a high ankle sprain. So he's playing on one foot to begin with. And, uh, and the Philly Lions going to give you about not even a throw before they just jack you up. So it, it's, uh, I hope it's a good game just for the sake of, you know, because it's like, I don't want to listen to people bitch about how they, you know, wasted my Sunday for a blowout, this, that, and the other thing. But uh, I, if Philly's defensive line does what it's been doing literally all year, then it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be over by halftime. Has the team ever made it to like, uh, the semifinals, what is it? The national, the, the national conference. National, and, yeah, and, and, the yeah, championship games. Uh, has the team ever made it there and been like, you know what? We have a legitimate shot to make it to the Super Bowl, but we are so hurt and we are so injured. We're just going to throw it away. We'll start again next year. Yeah, right. uh, because it's like, I remember like, R- like uh, you know, RG3 with the what used to be Redskins. It was like they basically ruined him in the postseason. They were just like, you know, it's like, hey, we could have gone next year, but let's try this year yeah, yeah let's literally just you know doom this poor kid's career uh but that's know, what basically like all i've heard about the chiefs is how injured they are and i'm not even a football fan and i've heard about how injured they are and i'm just like you know what like why wouldn't you well, just be like eh, try it again next year uh well you know that seems like a very i mean if you got you know 80 percent of the way through your war campaign and you know all of a sudden you were taking casualties and you're like yeah let's just try this again in the <laughs> you know not necessarily what you would call a solid game plan, but also, I mean, that's kind of just the way it goes. You know, it's, it, it is the war of attrition. You know, it is all kind of built on, you know, managing your body and, and being able to get across that finish line because it is a grueling season. You know, it's um, especially when you get into the playoffs where you're playing some of your most physical football, which is what all four of these teams did this past weekend. And, uh, you know, there's a reason why they kind of give them that week off in between to kind of just, you know, 
uh, rest up your weary soldiers, you know, bury your dead, patch the ones that you can patch because yeah. you, you go to war. And that's basically where... See, that's the worst part, though. You don't want... It's a catch-22 because when you get to the big game uh, and you have those kind of injuries, it is really kind of just like a chess match because if someone like Patrick Mahomes, who has a high ankle sprain, you know, gets jacked up because he can't really defend himself because he's hobbling around back there, if God forbid, you know, he he really tears something serious, you know, he's basically gone for most of the year, if not all next year. So there's definitely um, some things you more or less have got to be cognizant of. But by that point, when you get to the season, nobody cares. They're willing to just right. be like, fuck it, cut my hand off. I'll go yeah. back out there. I'll, I'll, I'll play with a, my rest of the, my career with a nub. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was to, to get off football because it's, I mean, I know. Well, who's playing the Super Bowl this year? Do you know? It's Eagles Chiefs. No, I mean, like, who's, like, playing the halftime, I mean. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna? Yeah. Okay, I was kind of hoping they would do, like, one of those 80s throwback where the teams performed, you know what I mean? I want to yeah. see, like, one of those team rap songs. Yeah. This we're just... the Philadelphia Eagles, and we're here to play. Yeah. This is the quarterback. We're going to sack all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, unfortunately, there's going to be no roast battle or wilding out at halftime <laughs> this year. Uh, you know, maybe next year, you know, yeah, but no, for the foreseeable future, it is, uh, it looks like Rihanna's a go. Damn it. Uh, you know, I don't actually, I, I met with, in regards to superstars and, and acts that, you know, you could do, it's like, it feels like it's, but it's, that's, that's going to be all right. That's, I, I think well, it's be... going to be all right. But a TikTok pastor just came out the other day and said that Rihanna is all over the devil's playlist. So we got to be careful. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He said, if you go to hell, you're going to be listening to a lot of Rihanna yeah, and Jay-Z. Yeah, he said they were torturing him with, uh, the, 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 yeah, the devils and the demons were torturing him with endless Rihanna. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got to think now, is the Illuminati really calling the shots at the Super Bowl party or the Super Bowl halftime show? Because, I mean, why else would Rihanna be performing? It is is just another way of letting us know that we are all going to hell and they know it they're well, the I mean, illuminati and also if you think about it realistically i mean you can't get a franchise for anything less than like five billion yeah. so there's 32 illuminati i mean and also you know not for nothing but you do want the illuminati to plan you know the entertainment yes you know, you don't you you don't want their nerdy asses, you know, running running out routes. But right. you know, if they can if they can phone up one of their friends and you know and, and you have someone work off a, you know, some tax debt, then yeah. always tell. Yeah, exactly. I'd but, always thought the Illuminati probably throws the best parties out of all the conspiracy groups, just because we have heard of them. Like, I mean, it's like the other ones are like they're super secretive and you haven't really heard of them much. And it's because they just don't throw a good enough party. And I think the Illuminati is like the. You know, the let's get loose. Let's be let's be a little bit more fun. And who's the who's? I mean, like, what entertainer artist would deny a shot of the Illuminati? I know. Like, if somebody was like, "Hey, this is Rex from the Illuminati." Uh, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos uh, really likes you know your your stuff. You know, yeah. why don't you come do this party for you know a life changing yeah. money? Come down to Bohemian Grove for the weekend, and you know we'll pay you for you know just come down. We'll do the owl thing. You can sing. It'll be a great time. You, yeah, you, no. You say yes. Your own phone fucking mists you into some fucking and, and just tranquilizes. Yeah, you. Yeah, right. You're like, how do they even do? Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's built into all of our phones already. They're you just, wake up in some you know underwater sea kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Mermaid floats by the window. You're just like, all right, what the hell? Yeah, you're right. You're like King Neptune. <laughs> Well, it's weird because it's like, I don't know, we're talking about now we're going down under the ocean and shit. So I guess they're talking about the Earth's core is about to go in reverse. Uh, 
and this happens like every 70 years, like it all of a sudden just starts going backwards and science has no idea why. Like there, there, uh, I was watching an interview with this, uh, he, I don't know, geologist guy that studies the inner layers of the earth. And he's like, yeah, no, we don't uh, really know shit about the inside of the earth. Actually. Like we know surprisingly little. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, no, we, I was taught all sorts of shit in school. Oh no, I really wasn't taught much past like what they're called. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, he says like every 70 years, it just goes into reverse and everything just goes backwards for another. And I'm just like, well, and he's like, backwards. It, yeah. Like, so I guess like the, the core of the lava, the magma inside the earth, it spins left. And then after 70 years, it just all of a sudden stops and goes right. And scientists are like, we have no idea why it probably won't affect us. Well, but, somebody probably hit the little fucking lever on the thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, now and you're the sitting there thinking stuff. who is underground and doing this shit? Because I mean, it's like, this guy's just sitting there like yeah, it probably won't affect us but we don't know it hasn't done anything to our knowledge so far so yeah i mean be ready for that this year the the, the core is turning around i guess what if you know time just started magically just going backwards <laughs> right i mean it's yeah what does this mean i mean it's like we talked to all of our blonde white friends that are just like oh mercury's in retrograde well what's it mean when the core goes backwards is the core in retrograde <laughs> yeah i mean what does that mean you know jesus that can't be good right speaking it can't be good to get i guess we'll transition from the earth's core to the entire memphis emergency response unit yeah <laughs> like I, I i've been trying not to get, hell. i've been trying not to get too inundated with it because you know it's court of public opinion you know everything's just happening so fastly that you just you don't really know how to rely on the information uh but i'll tell you what information seems to be pretty reliable uh who's getting fired and it seems like Everybody. Yeah. I, think, I think they fired a seven eleven cashier today. I don't I, I have yeah. no a librarian. It wasn't even it wasn't even in town that day. I just I can't I I watched some of the video because you know, uh I know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of just, you know, uh after a while it, it just, you know, felt like the same old, same old, but I was just I uh one of the news outlets at the gym today had the picture of uh, of all the cops and it I thought it was a bunch of regular ass motherfuckers yeah. who were like trying to kidnap this kid I was just <laughs> like I I was just like man you really picked the worst pictures of these police officers yeah. here I mean this wasn't even like barbecue this, all these guys look like they had like DUI mug shots mm -hmm. and I was just like alright but I mean, that's basically all that I really had on, you know. Yeah, it's not a good look. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean like, I mean, well, okay, so I watched some of the video too, and what immediately struck me, and it's like I'm not gonna try to defame or fame it, but it's it's uh, you heard a lot of opposite shit coming out of those cops. Like, I mean, it basically one cop was going sit down, the other one's like stand up. It's like, what do you do? Yeah, right. Like, I mean, it's like, what do you do? You know. Uh, but yeah, I caught a. Simon didn't say, pow. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was like the most fucked up game of Simon says you've ever watched before in your life. It's like, yeah, if you, Simon doesn't say Simon, you die. Right, let green. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a lot of, lot of shit, and it, I wasn't the only one to notice it because I immediately saw headlines about how officers were issuing opposite commands and shit. It looked, and honestly, it, it kind of looked like uh, Warzone quads. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it looked like a bunch of your friends playing Call of Duty and just like yelling at each other like, oh, there's guys inside, there's guys outside. Like nobody knows what's going on, but there's four of you and somebody should. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, it, it definitely screamed like uh, Call of Duty lobby. 
uh, in that video for a while, um, yeah. which is not how cops operate. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's you know, is hey. That, is that how we're putting them through the academy now? Just, you know, putting them on Warzone 2, and if they don't break a controller after yeah. 60 hours, they've graduated. And well, it's like, those are the people, that, and it's like, it really, it fucking worries me. Because I, I stream on Twitch and I talk to these little weirdos and it's like, dude, it's like, yeah, Call of Duty kids, it's video game kids who are like, yeah, I'm going to join the army and then become a cop. And it's like, well, there's a lot more to that than playing yeah. Call of Duty. I mean, it's like, but it's like, I like when you grow up as you're growing up, you always kind of hear the jokes that it's like, oh, Call of Duty's not like the army. And you kind of like, I always understood it. I was always like, yeah, no shit. But there's like legitimately people in this world that are like, I love playing Call of Duty, so I'm going to become a cop. And it's like, wait, 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 stop. And it's, yeah, no, dude. And nobody's like explained to them or like their brain hasn't fucking, you know, conformulated the thought process that it's like, it's not, you know, a Call of Duty lobby well, out there. If you're a recruiter and some fucking shithead comes up to you or, you know, mm -hmm. some guy with, you know, uh, gunfire and screaming babies in his eyes yeah. uh, and goes, uh, can I get my Warzone 2 loadout? If you're a recruiter, you're just going, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, yeah, I, it's like you almost, that's like you can't. You could, you could even put tiger stripes on your gun. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can't blame a car dealer for going onto a lot and being like, oh shit, can I buy this Toyota Corolla and then pimp it out to be a sports car? Yeah, of course they're going to tell you whatever the fuck you want to hear. Of course that Corolla can become a sports car. Whatever, bro. Uh, yeah, you get it off the lot and the moment you pull away, you're like, oh, this will never be a sports car. It's like, yes. Well, we can't give you a gold-plated AK-47 but there's some uh, corrupt oil barons yeah. over in Turkmenistan. Yeah, man. Who shoot exclusively with Golden AK. Yeah, dude. If you kill them, you can have their guns. Yeah, just, like, just like the game you play. Right, dude. Right. Uh, no, man. It's it, Well, okay. So speaking of, you know, Middle Eastern war barons, uh, did you see that lady from Alabama? She went over a couple of years ago. She joined ISIS. Now she wants to come back home. She was like, yeah, I kind of fucked up a little bit and I don't like ISIS all that much and I want to come back to Alabama. And like the U.S. is like, I don't know if we should let her. And I'm like, no, you obviously fucking don't. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you like you handed in your citizenship card to be like, I want to be a terrorist. And also I can think of uh, no greater threat to national security than someone uh, going and learning the ways of ISIS and then going <laughs> to weaponize Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> You want to yeah. talk about a civil war? I mean, that is the, that is a bigger threat than actual alleged weapons of mass yeah. destruction. Yeah, let's put an actual radically trained Alabamian back home after serving in ISIS. That'll go well. I don't know where, what work exchange program approved that before. <laughs> and I don't know who we got or what they're doing. I don't know if they're working in a craft factory yeah. or, you know. Uh, working with the Keebler elves, but you know, I think we've lost out on that. Deal. Well, it's like I've always like I've never understood like how do you just join ISIS from our wall guys? <laughs> like I like how do you just like call somebody up and be like, bro, I like get me on a flight over there, dude? Because you know, somebody in Alabama doesn't have the money to fly to Palestine or whatever. Like I mean, it's not like they're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna pick up an AK and a, and a fucking ticket. You know, it's like how, like. That terrorist organization probably paid for her flight. Like nobody from the like U.S. government flagged this and was like, "All right, let's try to talk her out of this." Like this is no because this they were stupid. They were hoping that the um, mystical powers of moonshine yeah. <laughs> would would wipe out ISIS members left and right. Yeah. Because just because of the absolute fury that could be potential blindness and with ethanol. <laughs>
Yeah, so she wants to come home, and she even said, she was like, oh, you know, I'm willing to do prison time, whatever it takes. And it's just like, uh, no, man, like, you... You lost. Like, you're not part of this society anymore. You don't get to come to this society's prison. Go to their prison. I, I hate to be so blunt here, but I imagine about after the third rape, she was yeah. just like, <laughs> I got into some really shitty situation here. Yeah. You done did it again, Clary. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Billy Sue, you done fucked up. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, so it's, I guess... They're going to be talking about whether or not they let her back into the country or whatever. It's, uh, I think Guantanamo Bay is like a good halfway house for that. You know what I mean? It's like, see if she can reassimilate back into our society yeah. there. You do a little bit of re-education down right. Guantanamo Bay. Right. It's like when you get out of Rikers Island, you don't go immediately home. You go to a halfway house. It's kind of that thing. You know, uh, you send her to the halfway house. It is Guantanamo Bay. How's YouTube gaming? Have you been back since the? First uh, time? it's yeah, I tried it a couple times. Uh, it's definitely different. That is for sure. I mean, it's uh, I like it in some ways. I don't like it in a lot of other ways. Um, I think YouTube just has a way to go, a ways to go in terms of becoming a uh, live broadcasting platform, or like a regular one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's it's hard to find specific categories sometimes. You, I mean, the numbers are very down versus Twitch when it comes to live streaming video games. But at the same time, it's like I noticed the people on YouTube seem to have better quality streams, not as many titty streamers. Uh, that's, I mean, that, I, yeah, I, you know, like there's just nothing else to be said about it. Twitch promotes twi titty streamers. Like that's what they love. Dude, straight up, Twitch is just the, it, it's just, uh, it's barely legal porn. It's mm -hmm. it's just porn for fourteen year olds. Yes, no, That's and really it, all it is like right, uh, and it's the same platform that was very quick to ban like gambling streams and shit like that, and they're just like, yeah, no, it's not porn though. I swear to God, we're not fucking these kids up. Um, but yeah, no, it, it Twitch is a fucking cesspool. I'm tired of talking to fifteen year old girls. I'm tired of talking to furries, uh, and so I've kind of just transitioned, not transitioned fully, but started to transition to YouTube gaming. Uh, just to see the outreach potential and, and what you're going to, you know, encounter there. And it just seems like kind of normal fucking people. I mean, granted, they're like YouTubers and shit, but like, it's not furries. I don't know what it, maybe it's the purple logo on Twitch that just draws in these fucking weirdos. I don't know what it is, but it's like, I, it's amazing how many times me, I will have a 15 year old girl or a furry. And it's like, dude, like in what part of Twitch's algorithm does it go, all right, this guy is perfect for these Like, if you like the insane clown posse, you will love Frank Sinatra. Like, that is the reality in which we live in here. Uh, but Twitch, I mean, it's, it's I don't know. I, I, I just think it's all the same kind of nonsense with the, uh, um, you know, Amazon's broke. And so they're grasping at anything right now. Uh, and Twitch is a, an extension to Amazon, and they're doing the exact same thing. So right now, the popularity is in hot tub streams, titty streamers, softcore porn, furries, and that's what they're shotgunning. Uh, and it's an incredible platform. I think you should just give in, make fun of that algorithm until they finally just kick you off. Yes, that's honestly, that's what I'm doing. I think, uh, you, I think you should just put fucking coconut shell bra on, fucking purple wig. Yeah, I mean, it's... Just well, rip streamers, just rip fucking streamers, uh, well, rip streamers, but also rip heaters, and just, I mean, just go real, just 
Just go real fucking pig-like with it. Well, yeah. So that's, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, put on a coconut bra, but uh, I, it's, yes, no, I am absolutely. See, this is why Amaranth is winning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I, but I'm, yeah, no, I'm pushing the boundaries on that platform and I can tell it doesn't take much to get kicked off because uh, right now, for some reason, I'm watching headline after headline of partnered streamers getting kicked off the platform for seemingly no reason whatsoever. I mean, there's a lot of them that are just like, yeah, I don't know why I got removed from the platform and the viewers can't find a reason. Uh, well, it's all about, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, chasing an algorithm, chasing that equation, yeah. conforming to it. And then once you've, once, they, once you've conformed to it and done and, and sold yourself out, to the algorithm once you deviate from the algorithm they're going to immediately pick it up and boot you mm-hmm. because you you've just straight up just leaned into just uh, just pandering to whatever will get you the most views whatever will get you you know whatever it is you're looking for and then once you finally realize that you've been you've isolated and forced yourself into this I hate box, myself now yeah, yeah you hate yourself you live in this little box you've got furries uh on one side and then you got children on the other and it, it's just yeah and then finally you just finally break out of the box you go scorched earth on all yeah. of these uh you know people that you don't you wouldn't be hanging out with in real life right. like in the, the truth i mean it's and that's where uh you know some of the people uh that i do like uh, that watch on uh stream they figured it out and a lot of the people seek them out now but again they went into it you know very like matter of fact about it very you know i don't like any of this other shit you're not going to want to hang out and you know they they've made it work yes and that it's uh and I noticed, so to get back to your original question, I notice a lot more on YouTube gaming of people just kind of more receptive to the idea of I want to go and be entertained versus I want to go and be part of this stream, which is what Twitch is. People just like they come in with their weird and shitty personality and they're like, I want to fucking hang out. Let's talk. And, you know, they'll be blowing up your chat with some of the weirdest shit you've ever read in your fucking life. Uh, ver- like because they just feel they should be part of this community, the stream, whatever. Whereas like on YouTube gaming, you kind of just get a lot more, uh, very minimal interaction, but you can tell people just want to be there for what it is you're doing because they understand like you're the entertainer. Like at the end of the day, I'm the guy who's sitting there trying to be entertaining, not the fuckhead in chat. You really should just go full baby face, make it really weird. And then just like, and then like once you've got like a good, just, pool of just internet filth just i just just go just like i said just burst out of the box go scorched earth unapologetically yeah. i mean just scream back at a couple of times <laughs> i don't you know we just just watch them scatter oh, yeah. like roaches no dude i i don't give a shit and it's like so my audience i mean it's like the people i genuinely want i mean i want to be basically flagged as a hate group i want to be riding that line of like is this a fucked up hate group or no, it's just a weird internet community. I mean, it's like, I want to have that little disclaimer on discord that says warning. This person might be part of an actual terrorist organization. Let us know if anything suspicious comes from this person. You know, it's like, so basically we're just going to trade you for that bitch in Alabama. And I said, they're, they're I'm gonna- not going to be an actual hate group, but I could be mistaken for one. If you don't look in deep enough. Well, like, that's the beauty of the federal government is that they never look in deep. Enough, <laughs> and when they do, they miss all of the warning signs. So you, like I said, you're a prime target for a prisoner swap or a, you know, a, uh, 
a work exchange program. We're going to expand <laughs> this thing. We're going to bring Alabama lady home. And, uh, well, Allah Akbar, Josh. Hi, Stouffer. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Yes. Yes. This is a testament to really, you know, putting blind faith into your into your team and getting prosperous results back to you. Because at the beginning of the season, you you put your hair on the line. I did put my hair on the line. I put I I've been pretty uh humbly confident. I haven't been I've been trying not to uh scream from the rooftops like uh like the like the new version of the toxic NFL fan. Like I don't think I didn't have a chance to say this last week. But because it, it, it was the Dallas loss that prompted it. The amount of Dallas fans I saw destroying <laughs> 4K yeah, televisions, I mean, was enough to make me go, you want to know what? Send in fucking the next wave of COVID. No, it's because- perfect. Texas needs that uh, that ease on the energy grid. I was excited to see it. I was like, oh, oh thank God, Texas finally smarted up. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad they're finally. <laughs> fucks. I'm glad they're finally doing something about the carbon footprint. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like the the the, the super NFL fan has become just so unbelievable. It, it's evolved into just such a shitty douchebaggery. Like I'm doing this for clicks, kind of thing. Yeah, you did kind of mention it last week, where you were like, "Yeah, P- you're trying to remove some words from your lexicon because you don't want to be that person." Yeah, I, I did yeah. The, the we, the I. Like I'm trying to get out of that vernacular because you won't it, catch me climbing a street pole. No, you'll catch me. You'll catch me cry, <laughs> climbing a street pole, but you know it won't be like. We like, did it. I'll destroy public property, not private property. I, okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not climbing a street pole as for like a cry of help. I'm doing it to celebrate. Like it's just like if you're doing it on like a random Thursday, that's how you get the authorities called. When you've got enough Eagles fans around you to catch you, it's, you know, it's celebration. Yeah, it, it's what we call a good time. Uh. But no, yeah, the the the, the stupid handjobish NFL fandom where you're just destroying expensive things because you know this country is by and large just mentally unstable. Like th- that that's where I'm just like, I'm really glad that the, the most toxic elements, which were definitely it was definitely possible. I could have certainly walked that path, but to just be able to just not do that feels nice. Cause I, I like that. At that, at that point, it, it it's just it, it is uh, human <coughs> gluttony. It is just it, yeah. it's just so gross. Where it's <laughs> where you just you just root for all the terrible situations. Where it's like I, yeah. it, it's that's one of the biggest reasons I've never really been a huge sports fan because I've never been able to associate myself with those people. I've never been able to like I don't know get so excited on a Sunday that I smash my shit or that it upsets me for the rest of the week i never identified with those people so i just never was like all right i guess i'm not really a sports fan because like this doesn't ruin my week like what yeah i've definitely like it'll ruin it'll definitely like ruin a week like at the beginning of the season it doesn't ruin your life like it used to it definitely doesn't no it definitely doesn't ruin my life it used to be a problem (laughs) yeah well you know they just won the fucking games and you know you know chip kelly was You want to talk about someone who drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah, that that was a rough couple of years, but it was, uh, but yeah, no, it's like once I know that the season's lost or I I have a better idea of where the team is going to land now. Like, it's like, I've seen, I've watched enough football where I can be like, oh, 
we're a good team, we're a bad team, we're a middle of the road team. So once I've yeah. kind of got once I've got that gauge set, it makes everything so much easier. I mean, it's and, and Jordan will certainly attest to this. It's just like you know, the beginning of the season felt pretty good. A couple losses sucked. You were mad, you know. Right. You, but once you kind of realized what your team was, for good or worse, you know, it, there's just a. Um, there's just something like, you know, uh, relieving of that because right. it's like, it, you don't get caught up in the fervor. You don't get caught up in any of the, uh, you, you know, that, that just shit that we've been talking about. Uh, but all that being said, uh, yeah, I'm going to be at that motherfucking parade. Yeah. I, oh, get, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's like I said, this is the second time in your life. I think they've been to the dance. Third, uh, third time. time. Third yeah. T- yeah. Third time. Uh, yeah. And this is against the, the former coach who, uh, you know, was was a huge part of the, their success. You know, and I love I love Andy Reid. Oh, I was about to say touched all them kids. So good thing I didn't. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's Penn State. That's yeah, Penn State. all right, yeah, all right. He's, he's good. He's good. That's they're purple. We're green. Again, purple. Remember the color purple. They want to touch your kids. <laughs> that's basically the way it goes. But yeah, no. Uh, the Reid years were great. Uh, we had a little bit of limbo. Doug Peterson could have been it, just difference of opinion. And now this is this is genuinely the best Eagles team that has ever been put together, historically. They have more sacks than the '85 Bears. Uh, you, you know, this is just they had a, uh, most wins in franchise. So many records got broken this year. I mean, this is this is one of this is going to be one of the all time teams that people remember because of the def- because of anything is the defensive line and just yeah. how unbelievably historic it is. I mean. <clears throat> I joked around about it. They didn't even give Brock Purdy a throw. They didn't even let him throw one ball before they jacked him up so bad that he was done for the game. Like it was like, and then they brought their fourth quarterback in, <laughs> and that guy lasted about, I think, a little after halftime. And then someone finally yeeted him down to the ground, and then the NFL league offices came in and said, You got to check that boy for a concussion. And they went, Really? And they said, Really? And they went, Oh, yeah. He's seeing birds and stars, and and he, yeah. I and to the point that he, I wish we're going to the point now with this show that it's just like I just want to like it, it's a split personality thing between you and Jordan because we haven't been able to get you and him in the room at the same time, so it's just like you're this is the keto version, and then this then the one that I'm going to get next week is probably the one that wildly went off keto, um, but yeah, he had the. He had the lunacy of saying that it was, uh, yeah, I had to watch out for Christian McCaffrey throwing a touchdown. And I just, I thought about that comment all for the last week and how badly it was just, I just how I was like, are you like, just, are you touched in the head, boy? <laughs> and to the point that it was like when they finally had to acquiesce and put McCaffrey in at quarterback for a couple plays, I'm like, this motherfucker going to be right. This motherfucker gonna be right, and it was, and they finally put him in for two plays, and they were just like, "Well, we can't do that." Yeah. And but yeah, no, a thorough ass kicking through and through. Uh, uh, I wish it was a little bit of a better game, but it's just they came out so physical and so aggressive in the first half that it was just I mean, it was I feel it's Philly had to respond, and they did, and you know Dallas definitely tenderized them up a little bit for us, um, but you know. That's just the way the playoffs is. And it, the, like I said, like I told him in the beginning, Mahomes is on one leg. He won't make it out of the first quarter if he ain't feeling good. I promise you. Right. I promise you. 
I it's just the, the the way that Hassan Reddick has been playing. It's like it is a it is a legendary season for what he has done. He is just I mean just smoking people. I know you were up at Macaulay, and I definitely want to hear a little bit about that. But I mean, it was just I. It's, the game, the game got so out of hand that it boned the parlay that Bob and I had. We just put a twenty-five dollar, you know. I hit, I picked a couple of legs that I thought were reasonable, and I the game got so out of reach that the layup George Kittle touchdown that I kn- thought that they were going to score on us, uh, they couldn't even get. The, they got the ball in towards Philly's territory one time, and McCaffrey scored the touchdown. <laughs> And it was like I like so from like a betting perspective, I definitely wanted a little bit more action because it would have helped, you know, the old wallet. Uh, but you know, I can't argue about the outcome. Uh, you know, dude, Kilthor reached out to me. Why? Because he's a Chiefs fan and he's from Kansas. Yeah. And like so, we like we keep Kilthor is a guy that I used to play. We all, we used to play World of Warcraft with. Yes, yeah, so that's why I was asking why. I was like, "What's he trying to get you back in?" No, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> like, that's a fucking name I haven't heard in years. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, why? He he reaches out every now and then. He was listening to the podcast for a while. I got to I'm shout gotta, out to Kilthor. Yeah, shout out Kilthor. Shout out Trevor. What's up, buddy? Um, shout out to the Blood Angels. What's going on? Yeah, right. Server <laughs> uh, <laughs> Velen. What's happening? Dude, the more you talk about it, the more I'm going to go look at that Battle.net account tonight. It's <laughs> a time. It's not time. I can't do this. I can't do this. Despite, I've actually, I've actually had fun with Warzone 2. But the product is such unbelievable dog shit that it, it, it's like, I hope to God that this just dooms Blizzard Activision. That's what everybody's been hoping since uh, I don't know three Call of Duties ago. And it's Buddy, not, it's not going to happen. And it, I'm, but it's <laughs> not even like it, it's not even like the loadout meta or anything that like I like I understand right, you know, when it comes right, to right. online games, you're going to deal with that. It is just the basic infrastructure underneath the game. Yeah, servers, gameplay. Yes, I know. It's yeah. so bad. Right, because they get because they're Blizzard Activision, they get to throw the minimal effort at it, and because it's Call of Duty, they get to then throw even minimaler effort at it because it's Call of Duty. It's gonna sell. It's gonna make them gobs of fucking cash uh, every year under the guise that maybe next year's is gonna be better. They never are. They never are. I mean, it's like well, they I change don't... up the gameplay style a little bit, some of the mechanics, but at the end of the day, the netcode is still shit. The servers are still terrible. Uh, I mean, it's like you're we're dealing here's... with DDoS attacks, motherfucker. A DDoS attack ain't been popular since the goddamn 90s and Activision Blizzard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it's fucking insane to me. But here's the kicker, though. The multiplayer, and the, I have no problem. The campaign was good. I understand what the campaign is. Yeah. I'm not like, but I never, no boot, no crash, no nothing when I play the campaign. Yep. The multiplayer works fine, too. Yeah. Multiplayer works great. I never get kicked out of lobbies. They right. never glitch. Like, they're always, it's like, it's that. They've fu- been doing that since 98. They it's got war- that. It's yeah. Warzone. Yes, that absolutely. Thing is a colossal because it is shit. a free app. They don't, they, and it's, and it's got the thing right on the loading screen that says, hey, it's still in beta early access. So it's probably going to fuck up. Uh, and they just use that as the excuse to not throw the resources at it that it actually deserves because 
it, like you said, can be a fun game. And it, it actually is uh, put together like the more old school Call of Duties. It feels like, you know, Black Ops 2 or Black Ops 1 uh, versus the, the newer ones that feel just super arcadey. Uh, so if they did put the resources towards it, yes, it could be a lot of fun. But I mean, again, it's Activision Blizzard, so they get to just throw minimal effort at it. And then because of, you know, the uh, the just the fact that it's a battle royale and it's Call of Duty, they get to throw even less effort at it. Uh, and then on top of that, like you said, the campaign was good and the multiplayer was good, but it came out at a $70 price tag. Yeah. So it's like, okay, at the end of the day, what it is is you're paying $70 to play a campaign and multiplayer for a month before the multiplayer dies because Warzone 2 comes out for free. And that's what everybody actually wanted to play. So do you pay $70 for a campaign? Fuck no. I would pay maybe $35. Like maybe. And I understand the campaign's great time. It's very well flushed out and it plays like a lot of fun. But a $70 price tag? Well, no. See Fuck what, you. Well, see what they did, though, is that they made the guns, uh, even the assault rifles, if you want to unlock them, you have to you, you have to earn time with some of the other rifles yep. like the bat to unlock them. So that's what encourages the multiplayer is that right. the multiplayer will help you level the guns uh, so that you can get the, the rights because you yes. only guns in Warzone. Because it, but if you're not an absolute pussy, you can walk into DMZ with literally anything, point and click, murder everybody, yeah. and hey, guess what? You're going to level your way right through the game like I have. Uh, and I've and like you said, I had a lot of fun doing it. But eventually, it hits that just like that oh, repetitive. They're fucking, wiping all of the progression. Of course, DMC. they are. Well, yes, that uh, okay, that makes sense because that's kind of how extraction shooters work. I mean, it's because extraction shooters like depend on that like you need something to do while you're in the game. Uh, once you've completed all the missions, like you're you're done, you beat the game. They're you know also wiping mean? out the insurance loadouts. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. just okay. like Tarkov, they're going to take everything the fuck away from you, and it's going to look like day one again. Uh, now the you know Tarkov does it when they have cool and interesting shit they're going to add to the game. Call of Duty is going to do it just because they can do it. Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of expected in an, in an extraction shooter. But it's like uh, it's repetitive. It's you know I like I don't know. The cheating is a prevalent issue, but it always will be in those, you know, uh, very popular competitive, you know, games. But I don't know, man, I, I've lost so much faith in Call of Duty and Activision Blizzard as a company that I just I I yearn for the next thing. So, so you can download it. No, <laughs> no, not a chance. What do you think? What do you think? Have a better odds of happening? You jumping into Call of Duty Warzone, or you actually becoming Elden Lord? <laughs> Elden Lord. <laughs> all right, all right. You heard it here, folks. Good Lord. So, how was Macaulay? How was the snowboarding? It was decent in the morning, but fucking, it got real sticky real quick. And it warmed up, didn't it? Pretty good. Not like it was. It was just warm enough to where it, it got stewed. It it was like glue. Like, yeah. Any sort of like. Even remotely flat part, I just died. Just stopped. I was just yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But, you know, it's still a good time. Definitely getting old. You fucking feel it. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I used to be able to do this all day long. Yeah, one. speaking of things I used to be able to do all day long, I fucking went a little piggy mode last night to celebrate. And, uh... Celebrate what? Conference championship. Oh. Going to the Super okay. Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to the Super Bowl. yes. Eagles. I, uh... uh I grabbed the the Jolly Rancher sours. Yes, three dollar bag. Not. I know that they're always overrated, and I know it's like the weakest of the th like the the mist. There's the Misfits, which is the two in one, uh -huh. and there's the original, and there's the sour. 
And I, I crushed about half of those, but not before I took down me some milk and PB and Jesus. <laughs> I woke up this morning, dude, and I was just like straight up. I was like, I know why I feel the way I do. <laughs> I, I could have I could have pounded half a bottle of tequila before going to bed last night, and I would have felt genuinely like a lot better than what yeah. dude. <laughs> Every step warming up to work out this morning, I was like, this is the one I yak. This is the one I yak. No, this is the one I yak. Yeah, why would you do that to yourself? Because I was happy that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl and there were no rules, Stouffer. There <laughs> you were, were better no off one doing would... heroin, dude. Like... Oh, trust me, I tried. <laughs> it just wasn't the same. Oh, yeah, no, I went, I went, yeah, the barbecue. Eagles win, I'm going to eat peanut butter and jelly and drink a half gallon of milk. I would have put some gummies on top. Sour gummies. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that. And then I'm trying to think what else I had last night. No, I think that, well, that, I mean, I had some pizza, you know, up at Bob's, but no, <laughs> that, was, that was fine. But no, by then I was, I think that was kind of just the humdinger. Oh yeah. And the, uh, the flame and hot barbecue ruffles, which by the way, super underrated as a chip. But I also feel like that chip should just be on a sandwich. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, did I go too far now? Is this where we reel it in after today? Is, you know, sandwich etiquette? No, I'm just thinking about how we just got Stouffer Shred Review followed by Rob's Snack Review. So, I mean, yeah, this podcast is going great. Are you still doing the uh, Hard to Kill program? Yeah. Are you, like, every day? Hard to kill or, or like, how's uh, it working out for you? I'm definitely harder to kill every day, little by little. You every think so? Every, dude, you go through that eight-week program, and you will feel harder to kill. Feel harder to kill or be harder to kill? Well, well it's you'll all def you'll you'll definitely all, feel harder. Yeah, to you'll, kill, you'll I mean, also be harder to kill. You think so? Hundred percent. All I've, right. I felt I feel that way sometimes dropping in the war zone. <laughs> Guess what? I ain't harder to kill. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I feel like I've gotten easier to kill. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I I genuinely I, I I when I sucked it up last year and bit the bullet and finally committed to it and did it. Uh, I'm just doing it in the way that I'm literally going every day like that I have to work out. It's just a new day on the program. Yeah, I'm just following okay. right along. It's not bad. So it's going to take me Wild. a couple of weeks okay. to do it just because I'm not super consistent at the moment. You know, it's whenever I can get it in kind of thing. But no, I, I'm going to follow it through and just, you know. So when, so when are we rowing? As my, as my I guess, acclaimed fitness and how resident, you know, Fitzbo guru is 22,000 meters. It's a half mile or a half marathon. It's a half marathon to run, That's, row. Yeah, it's 13, which, which, 13 and a half miles of rowing, which isn't bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not like you're doing it a meter at a time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like if you do it in one fell swoop, like at least two hours. See, because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we, you, me, Eric, if he wants to do it, and, you know, your cousin, we just lock ourselves in that side room because they moved a lot of, they moved some of the rowing equipment around and put them into the side rooms at the, at the mill and just set up a camera and just all four of us just bang it out whenever the last one's done, we're done, and we'll just, you know, create some humorous time loop with it because realistically, I'll need a fucking garbage bin to puke in. I so would, a good, a good, the average, a good half marathon time is an hour and twenty eight minutes. That's a marathon. That's a half, half marathon. Hour. And that's 20. a good half marathon on a rower. That that's the average. 
So yeah, over two hours. The fastest is an hour and seven minutes. If you really want to push yourself. The, the motherfucker like rowing like he's getting shot at in World of Warship? What the <laughs> fuck? I want to see you guys going up the Mohawk, you know, first thing in the morning, 7 a.m. I'll be driving up 90 trying to get to work, and I'll see you four out there on a fucking rower. Just I would have never made it on the row team. That fucking, the fog just rolling off the thing, and you four out there just going, stop, stop, Oh, no. Stop. Oh, no. See, that's the thing. It's just like every movie that I've ever watched that had a row team in it, they were all colossal douchebags. And Yeah, I think the only movie... Super skinny and lean and... The only one I've ever seen with a row team was the one with the Winklevoss twins. And it's like, yeah, that's who I picture in every row team is just the Winklevoss twins. (laughs) You want to know it? You're 100% right. They're going to row hard and steal your ideas. Like, that's that's who rows. No, they get their ideas stolen. Yeah, right. Whatever. And then they uh, try and sell you on crypto. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 That's going terribly. Uh, Hey, 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 hey. How dare you? You know, the the Bitcoiners, they're, they're happy that they're holding at 23 now. Yeah, dude. After, uh, after f- falling from grace at 64,000. Right. That w- I heard somebody the other day, I mean, just talking about, uh, they were talking on a podcast and just said it naturally, like, oh, Bitcoin's up, you know, at like 21,000. I was thinking to myself, Bitch, it ain't up. Like, don't talk to me about it being up. It's uh, way, way down. Way like, down. it's it up. up from yesterday, maybe. Like, it but it's up down. And when you buy in. Yeah, no, dude. That's uh that was a fucking scam. Speaking of scams, you still listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? Occasionally. Dude, I everybody he's got on there is trying to sell World War Three and a nuclear holocaust. Like, it's all coming no, tomorrow. Not Peter Zehan. I didn't see any of his clips, but everything I see out of Joe Rogan's camp is that we're going to war. Yeah, that was the one that I sent uh, you a couple of weeks ago that dad, that dad really liked. Okay, um, yeah, I didn't watch that one yet, but he's had a couple of people on there that have been talking about how it's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to war with Russia. It's, it's going to be a nuclear holocaust. It's the only option they have. Meanwhile, these cocksuckers are test firing intercontinental ballistic missiles over the Bering Strait because they don't even know if their shit works. <laughs> like right now Russia's like at the like they're thinking like maybe 30% of their shit might work right now. Like and it's like everybody on Joe Rogan is going dude it's going to happen, bro. Yeah, it's, it's they're gonna not gonna happen. enough ice bass, dude. They haven't conquered their in a bit. It's nuts, man. It's like and it's like well, it's gotten so bad that even the Republicans in this country have sat back and gone, "All right, we're cutting defense spending. Apparently, nobody else is doing what we're doing, and we have way overshot this shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's fucking crazy. You, we're watching you, Russia be dismantled right now. Yeah, you really should listen to that one that I sent you because it really kind of um, explains a little bit more about... It's not even that... We're not even worried about nuclear Armageddon from Russia. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's not because, like, we're so in his fucking shit... That we know what he has for breakfast. Like, we know where yeah. he is at all times. So much so that we're, like, sliding him DMs going, hey, your omelet looked like shit this morning. XOXO, JB. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, just- I, it's it's really, it's fucking nut. Anybody who brings up the, like, I mean, oh, yeah, there's going to be a nuclear exchange. No. There will not be. There will not be. There will, as I, like, I would put money on it today, right now. Somebody will, shoot, somebody will shoot Putin in the head before it happens. The problem is, is whoever does is so unbelievably unliked by who whoever didn't pull the trigger that you know he's just he's on bar yeah the only the only issue is whoever actually does it then has to run russia (laughs) and who the fuck wants to do that the only guy that had a shot they killed yeah what navalny yeah 
Uh, yeah, the guy who you know people actually liked. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, dude, that they're saying Russia is not even going to be a country in thirty years. Yeah, no, like, they it's won't. Gonna, it's going to be, and China's not gone. too far behind them. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, yeah, our two biggest problems on the planet were Russia and China, and we just found out that it's like, yeah, Russia's being dismantled. China doesn't feed their army. Like everybody knows that, you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, maybe we overspent on our defense budget <laughs> a little bit. Some guy in the CIA, CIA is kicking back in his chair. Give him one of these and goes we need to make a new enemy <laughs> yeah dude yeah no and it's, aliens yeah yeah right at no. this point we will physically have to create the enemy and it's going to be ai that's why we're pushing for ai yeah we, we need fight something somebody. worth the dude, fuck to fight after listening to after catching up with you and curse the other night and we were just talking in the kitchen it's it's like i'm i'm totally on like i'm the neuralink train now because if we can get the dum-dums and like, and just the real dregs of society to just have an actual override like thing yeah. to correct, like just to do simple corrective action. Like, Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that person. You know, yeah. you, take what, care of your kids. Take care of your kids. At the, at the most rudimentary level of this, it will at least allow us to control the population. Just, I mean, because it's like, okay, there's too many people. Turn off these million. Like, just shut them off. Just And because it, it's like we would be able to pick out the dumbest ones. And the ones that wouldn't get shut off would be smart enough to be like, yeah, that was probably a good pick. That was probably a solid million you chose. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I, yeah, I actually trust you on this one. You know what? Uh, I feel like you actually took a weight off our shoulders. Yeah, there are too many of us. A million did need to go. And you probably, yeah, you took the dumbest ones. We're good. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, even at its most rudimentary level, I'm all about it. I'm just like, yeah, put it in there. And if you prove you ain't shit, then you get turned off, baby girl. Like, sorry. Well, Jordan Peterson would be very upset with you. <laughs> I know he well, would. Fuck Jordan Peterson. I've never, you know, I think I could take him in a fight. Oh, oh absolutely. God, yeah. You know, I know he's, you know, a little scrappy, but I think I could one shot that old prick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would be embarrassed if you couldn't. You like, want to know what? I'd almost like, I'd be mad at you for doing it. Like, like in the moment, like in the moment, I would have been like, oh, dude, he's going to rock Peterson shit. And right. then when you do it and I just see how helpless he looks. Wait, wait, gonna, wait. No, 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 I'm, no. I'm going to go, what the fuck's the matter with you? You're hitting him for. It's someone's grandpa. And you're going to go, you told me to do it. I'm going to go, I didn't think you were serious. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, God no, I wouldn't hit Jordan Peterson, but you know, yeah, no, nah. help. Would it? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's the type of guy that never got hit in the face in his shows. Yeah, there's definitely he talks like it. He's got one of those voices. Yeah, he's just gonna needs a good whack to the snars and <laughs> rethink things. Yeah, right. like, rewire Stra a couple. Like things. straight up, if he just had like one world star video, I mean, yeah, he might have need like medical treatment afterward. You know, might have gotten the brunt of it, but like if he held his own. And like yeah. went viral on World Star, like that would be the best thing for Jordan Peterson's, you know, brand. Get a little smacking, you know. Just get into a fight in a Waffle House. Yeah. <laughs> Rethink some things. Imagine like. a couple weeks that act, that World Star actually comes out, but it's like from the '40s, and people like fought like this and shit. Yeah, right. It's got like that background music of piano playing. It's like, oh shit, Jordan Peterson really bopped him. He really, yeah, he really <laughs> socked the hell out of yeah, him. Yeah, he really socked him. Yeah, good. <laughs> Man, that pu that punch had a little mustard on. <laughs> yeah, right. He does one of these. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> but it actually connects because back then it was just a defenseless punch. 
Uh, don't uh, let's not spoil this, but Jordan Peterson is currently crushing a can of spinach. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> and, uh, He's there, not, torturing himself with a can of spinach. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Olive oil. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> salt. Do we have salt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, she's dead. Oh. oh, man. Not beautiful. Not beautiful. A little makeup will clean up that shadow, no problem. It's been a good podcast when you've got Popeye references in there, you know? That's what I was taught. It's a deep cut. That's what I was taught in podcasting school. They said if you can get Popeye in your show, then you're Guaranteed fucking 100K. there. Yeah, no, it's you're there. I felt like I'd hit the cycle if I dropped a Steamboat Mickey reference. <laughs> saying, I'm just, I mean, I, I felt like I would have covered everything that I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, unless anyone's got any uh, any cool topics to close out with, because the only thing that I can genuinely like think about in regards to a topic is that stupid fucking woman child. That I can't. Oh, the eight-year-old, twenty-three-year-old. Yeah, Shauna Ray. Yeah, yeah, dude. Then that's you. Shit. You would know the name. You yeah, right. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah she popped up in my algorithm a while back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Following her journey. What your her OnlyFans algorithm? I mean, come on now. I mean, hey, yeah, you, know, you, you know, Instagram does a weird thing sometimes. Boy, you just fucking got. How much money you think that little motherfucker would make? She started in OnlyFans. Oh, it'd be all pedophiles. Dude, but that's the thing, though, right? It's totally like maybe she needs to do a service for the community at large and start in OnlyFans. And it's just for perverts. It's just for, 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 for perverts. You know what I mean? Like that's they can <laughs> go perverts. and they can go there and jerk off to a little girl. That's not a little girl. It's legal. It's totally legal. Well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. I think, and even the government, I think the U.S. government should share that link. I, I think the federal government should be like, yo, if you're a, if you're a child touching you're, pervert, you're a diddler. I, I, if you like predatizing in the bushes, check out this OnlyFans. This is for you. This is for you. The only problem that I think you have. You should be a fucking billionaire. Is that it, it, it it would destroy and distort the balances of the world so badly yeah, that, would fuck the that God badly. would get so irrationally angry. The core would start going backwards again. He'd be like, what the fuck? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the core starts going backwards. Did you hear about that stuff? Yeah. Core is going to go backwards. Yeah. Does that actually mean anything? Scientists don't even know, dude. They're just like, yeah, yeah we don't I, think it's going to affect our lives, but that's it, why I, I'm it, like, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, dude, it's, it's wild. It's God's wrath for, you Sometimes know, Sometimes our giving, microwave spins the other way. I mean, yeah, that but like Mer fine. Mercury goes into retrograde and I can't find a girlfriend. Now the fucking core's going backwards, dude. What the fuck happens Maybe now? Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We just all start reverse aging. That's what he said. Time will start just going backwards. That'd be fucking crazy, imagine, wouldn't it? Can you imagine if our toilets just started flushing the other Could way? Can you imagine if we just had 70 years where everything started going backwards, but we couldn't record anything in, in history because it's going backwards, and all of a sudden the core starts going forwards again, and it's like we just got to pick up where we left off because nothing got recorded and nobody knows about it? Kind of like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> 